June 11, 1920. U.S. Republican Party officials convene in a private hotel room to select their presidential candidate. The incident gives rise to the phrase, smoke-filled room, after Calvin Coolidge rips some fat cotton on his jewel. Welcome to The Revisionist. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And finally, welcoming, welcoming back to the show, uh, the wonderful Miriam Moreno, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Miriam, thank you for being here. They said it would never happen again. <laughs> yeah, Specifically that's... these last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listeners. Yeah, we've been sort of off the radar for a little bit, um, recharging the old tanks and then scheduling is hard when there are when you're grown adults with other things mm. going on um mm, it's been get a chaotic chaotic yes. time yes i've been traveling a lot seeing mm. these united states how, uh, before, how are the how are these united states uh in terms of the health of its democracy poor um they look fine what about the general health yeah Uh, (laughs) also poor i think yeah Yeah, uh the healthcare system seems still bad Um, (laughs) worse than the democracy yeah Yeah. but uh you know i went to portland and new york and they both were nice looking (laughs) new york had a lot of a lot of garbage, but the buildings were still like I remembered them. <laughs> Did you see any giant rats? I saw a rat um, uh, by by the Met at Central Park. He seemed like oh, a normal fancy rat. rat. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, that's a, a fancy that's an rat. uptown ass rat right there. Yeah, that's a rat yeah. tattoo. <laughs> yeah, he had a little Rolex. He was wearing as a belt. Well, that's good. Oh, that's so up. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's actually. And he had probably... to like kind of curl in to tell the time, and then he was like clearly late for some kind of meeting. <laughs> oh, so it's like a yuppie rat a little bit. I've started to dislike this rat the more I learn about him. <laughs> no, or... he's he were he works for a nonprofit. Oh, okay. That's, Even that's... worse. <laughs> Wait. He... <laughs> he's a he's a white savior. Was it a white rat or a gray rat? <laughs> uh, it was kind of brownish. Uh, well, okay. I mean, look, I don't understand the, I don't understand, and I don't want to get into the colorism of rats. Uh, I wonder if there is colorism among rats. I mean, is that an episode yeah. already? I think, no. I, I mean, I don't know that it falls within our purview. So I'm You're looking sure. for the rat visionists. Yeah. In, this is our rat in... review show. In the movie Willard, I'm pretty sure the good rat, Socrates, was a white rat, and the evil rat, Ben, was a gray rat. So, sorry, Willard, you canceled. (laughs) You're canceled for that, and for Michael Jackson wrote a song for the original version of that movie, so you're canceled for that, Mm -hmm. too. That was also the inspiration for the Willard album. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Sorry, now I'm picturing like the end of the thriller video, but when Michael Jackson turns around, he has like rat teeth instead of the cat eyes. And a tail. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Listeners, if you're new to the show, or we just haven't been around for like two months, um, what we do uh, is we pick a rat, 
we talk about its good qualities, some ways <laughs> it can improve, and then yeah. we give a final rat rating, uh, whether we want to, you know, keep that rat, uh, pet that rat, or avoid that mm -hmm. rat. Um, anyway, we haven't lost a beat. We actually talk about history or something. Um, <laughs> last time, we talked about um, Casper Hauser, uh, which was... I'll say it, probably the most unhinged episode we've ever recorded because of my fuck-ups. Um, but Sammy Anzer oh, yeah. well. uh, just trooped through it. And uh, the alternate history somehow won out. Uh, I don't remember much of it. He was the original horse boy. I do remember that. Sure. Uh, but... Yeah, we mostly improvised it as we went. Uh, and it was fine, I guess. People voted for it. <laughs> uh, which is not a mark of something being good. No, but... that's not true at all. Uh, but it happens, and we have to respect it for now. Yeah, for now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, listeners, things are grim. Um, but they could be grimmer. So, oh, that's comforting. Keep that yeah. under your hat. Don't um, worry. Things might be bad, dear audience, but probably they'll get worse. Look, uh, most no, definitely. No, it's like I 100%. mean, <laughs> listeners, there there is a version of you in an alternate universe where like things are much worse. I don't know. Uh, this isn't comforting. Yeah. There's an alternate version. Of, there's many alternate versions of you where you're doing much better than you are right now. Also, to be fair, um, yeah, for sure. There's anyway. one where Paul Newman's your dad. That's cool. <laughs> and where we have healthcare in one. Yeah. Yep. That's Not cool. the same one, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. They have the to Paul split Newman. it up. They can't make it too good. Yeah. yeah the Paul Newman one's kind of rough. Um, and also in the Paul Newman one, he's evil Paul Newman. Paul uh, Oldman. <laughs> oh, I thought you could say Paul Booman. <laughs> that too. He's a ghost. He's an evil That's ghost. A different. He's There's... Again, quantum mechanics is complicated. Um, mm -hmm. We say it every episode. Um, we are approaching the end of our miniseries on con artists. Um, just a couple more left, including next time, which is going to be very fun. We talked about it when we first uh, proposed this miniseries, and I'm very much looking forward to that one. Um, mm -hmm. But tonight we are talking about uh, Curtis Howe Springer. Uh, Miriam, you're doing the actual history, and yes. Zach, you're doing the alternate. How Springer? I don't even know what Springer. <laughs> <laughs> All I think of as Springer is like Steve, Steve, Steve. You guys remember Jerry, Jerry Springer? Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> that was his security guard, and then he got his own show. Oh yeah, the Wilco show. Oh yeah, that that was. Uh, some of you went outside in the summer, and all I did was watch TV. So. Yeah. The security guard to TV show pipeline was big at the time. Steve's so security big. guard was Andy Milanakis. <laughs> he went on to win an Oscar. So yeah. what does that say? Oh man, uh... you guys remember when you found out Andy Milanakis was not thirteen years old? That was crazy. Yeah, we all remember that dark day. Yep. <laughs> like what? This isn't a child. That's we were weird. reeling. We were reeling from 9/11, and little did we know something worse was around the corner. Andy Milanakis gate. Yeah. What a weird little guy. 
He's still mm-hmm. on, uh, I think he's on TikTok now, and he looks exactly the same. He must have some sort of disease where he's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like baby disease. A Benjamin Button disease, but it's just like the same stage. It doesn't move forward or backward. He was born 170 pounds. <laughs> Benjamin's Buttons. His mom is de- so dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he annihilated that. Uh, Andy, I hope you're, I, if you're listening, Andy, I hope your mom isn't actually dead. <laughs> well, we all hope she's not dead, Zach, but she probably is. I mean, with yeah. <laughs> a son like that. You know. Wait, how old is like Andy Milanakis? Because I, well, I, didn't I realize feel like he, he was like 13. 40 when he started getting big. So now oh, he's no. 75. He oh, okay. I thought you were saying physically big. <laughs> okay, um, no. Now he's 46. So... He's 46. Yeah. He's 46. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So that's that's an age where your mom could still be alive. Oh, my God. The first Google search is what <laughs> disease does Andy Milanakis have? <laughs> Oh no. He has congenital growth hormone deficiency that gives him the appearance and voice of a child. So he is Benjamin's buttons. Oh, I just thought he was youthful. Well, we were like, what's your skincare routine, Andy? (laughs) I have a disease. (laughs) I have no excessive, maybe, hormones. I don't really know what it is. Maybe he never got the big hormones. <laughs> yeah, you, get got the... you get big. <laughs> yeah, but we all remember when we got that package. Finally, my big hormones. My big here. hormones yeah. and my letter from Hogwarts. Can. You get you get them. I think Zoltar comes and gives you your big hormones. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect package. Uh, ironically, uh, a mention of Harry Potter being mentioned with you know hormone therapy. Um, fuck J.K. Rowling, everyone. Zoltar's oh, not yeah. from Harry Potter, just <laughs> no, for reference. But the, the Hogwarts from... letter. Oh, that I missed guy, that. That guy's yeah. from Big, right? Yeah, yeah. He's the little uh, fortune-telling machine man. <laughs> but it's also like a real machine? Or is it probably just a, I'll bet I'll bet the machine in real life has a different name, but I'll bet it's based on a real machine. And then they change the name to protect the innocent. <clears throat> the child who lives inside of Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to slander the real machine by saying that it bigified children. <laughs> it bigified children. I mean, if it showed up now, it would probably say it's indoctrinating the kids. Yeah. <laughs> to getting big and getting HPV soon or something. Or yeah. like every kid would use it. And it also like collects all of it, tracks all of their movements <laughs> And their mm-hmm. blood type. There is no in between, right? It now. data mines. Yeah. I just wanted an innocuous toy, please. <laughs> uh, but Miriam, whenever you're ready, okay, <laughs> take it away. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, Curtis, ha- are we pronouncing it Howie or How? I've been saying How. how. Oh, okay. So Curtis How Springer. Uh, most notably made spas in an establishment he founded and named Ziz. Zizics. Zizics. Like physics, like physics the science, but not at all. (laughs) It's ZZYX, ZZYZX. So figure it out, America. 
He said, I believe he wanted to be uh, the, the last. last word in uh, like personal in care in medicine. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> For anyone Googling him, he was a smoking hot doctor. And by smoking hot, I mean absolute trash bag of a person with a crazy like a bell, haircut. Kind of? <laughs> yeah, he totally does. He considered himself the last medicine man. And historically, medicine men were freelance crackheads who mm-hmm. gave people leeches and opium for their pain. <laughs> As opposed to full-time, full-time employed crackheads. Crack exactly. You yeah. uh, go in and not... punch the crack clock, you know, nine to five. Crack rocks. And you say, uh, it's a, you say, it's a living. It's a living. <laughs> or if you've already hit, taken the crack, you probably slur that a little more. Taking the crack. Yeah. Zach has never seen crack before. I mean, we shouldn't see crack, but like yeah. it sounds more like you've never seen crack. Crack should be wait, not seen and not heard. Yeah. Yeah. Crack should be done, seen. Not, done and not seen. Done and not seen. <laughs> uh, they don't I call it a, crack because it's like one of the rice crispy mascots. <laughs> oh, is it? Crack crackle. Short yeah. for Crackle is short for crack. Yeah, they had What's... to change it because it was one of those old-timey cereals that had cocaine in it. Uh... So it seems like crackle represents crack and pop, easy to transfer, pot, like it's right there. But what's sure. snap? Snap. Ooh. That's got to be cocaine. Oh, I was going to say H. Um... X, ecstasy. Calling it yeah. H is like so streets. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, horse, Brian. We... <laughs> yeah. We're... Yeah. Pop is horse. Um, <laughs> well, I did. I did have to look up medicine man because I wasn't sure what that was. But uh, not he was a medicine man, but not to be confused with an indigenous medicine man who yes. were educators, historians. Uh, they passed on traditions and tribal wisdom. Very respected in their community. Mm-hmm. Uh, this man was trash. Um, yeah. <laughs> so not a real medicine man. Uh, he was born in 1896 from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, just like Forrest Gump, our hero Tom Hanks. Um, Wikip- Wikipedia said under children, just at least two. Uh, so this guy had some sex. Um, at least two sex. With <laughs> that least, hair? At least like... two sex. <laughs> Unless they were twins, in which case maybe it was just the one sex. Oh my God, mm. poor guy. That's mm. why he, he was a con artist. Um, he was a high school dropout and just went bouncing around schemes to schemes a real uh, fuck boy of his time if you will um, but we didn't have to, Twitter in in 1930s to check any bad press on Curtis so big fan of Williams Jennings Bryant yeah. spoke before some of his campaigns for some reason William what's his name William Jennings Bryant he was a uh, uh, presidential candidate, an influential politician, and also in the Scopes Monkey Trial, he was the guy who was like, "Evolution isn't real." Yeah. Scopes Monkey Trial. Oh my god, I have oh, yeah. so much to learn. Um, evolution isn't real, so I'm on this guy's side. Uh, <laughs> Just a spoiler for the Scopes Monkey Trial: there are no actual monkeys involved. Yeah, so it's. I was wondering. It's about forty percent mm. less fun than it sounds. Yeah. Um, 
so anyway, he was a scam artist. He just did several things, uh, scamming his way through the Midwest. Uh, he did travel through the Midwest. He faked a lot of credits, like being a dean of an accredited college and said he was, a, uh, or he said he represented fake universities, like made up things. And again, no Twitter. People couldn't verify <laughs> these universities online. Um, but he traveled around being a medicine man. One of them was his former university, which had since shut down. He said he was the dean of. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it called? I can't remember what it was called, but it was it was, was, like, it was, it was like an automotive university. Yeah, he went to like car school. Oh, it's not God. called car school. <laughs> it's called like. No, like car school is an 80s comedy that we all mm. know and love. <laughs> Is it? Uh, I mean, it is now. No, oh. it could have been. I mean, it might be. Oh, geez. Um, Steve let's... Gutenberg in car school sounds right. That sounds like a real thing. It sounds like yeah. it happened. I just recently saw, recently, like five years ago, um, I saw this movie called Blind Date with Bruce Willis, and it was like <laughs> so 80s. And I was like, who made this fucking movie? It's so weird. Like, what a concept. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that? No. That's like I've, the most 80s the first time thing. Date starring Bruce Willis. Yeah. It's the most 80s thing I've ever heard. I'm uh, guessing this was maybe pre-Die Hard. Oh, definitely. I started actually mm. listening to a podcast about Bruce Willis taking over Idaho. Or a small oh. town in Idaho where he lives. And he's just a fucking bag of shit, this guy. I mean, I would have... That I would have guessed that based on nothing. Yeah. Yeah. He just like basically bought up this town and was like, I'm doing you a favor. And everyone's like, um, we liked our lives. If you could just leave. <laughs> and he didn't. Um, I'm sure they're doing free Bruno concerts every night. <laughs> it might be. Uh, well, let's see. Bruce, we wish you luck with your oh, yeah. failing mental health. <laughs> That really sucks. What a bummer. Oh, that yeah, that is also true. Brian, you're a monster. I can't believe you brought that up. <laughs> um, let's see. He started. Oh, so back to Curtis. He started giving lectures about healthy foods and also somehow dabbled into being a minister. Um, he made supplements and recipes to give people that claim to cure cancer and give you energy and all of these things. Not unlike Kim Kardashian now with her food suppressing lollipops. Uh, which I have not tried, but when I'm ready to go all in into my eating disorder, I will buy them. <laughs> at first, I was like, you were saying that like we would expect you to have tried that <laughs> terrible thing that she... As the a terrible, girl on Instagram, thing. I definitely should have <laughs> by now. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, let's see. He was looking to get into radio to spread his message. He was mostly block from doing so by big stations uh and then when he did lectures he would ask for donations from people attending his lectures and then he'd also charge like 25 dollars for psychoanalysis uh, for a psychoanalytics course or just like analyzing you he had no right to uh no. he's a high school dropout and maybe a a car school dropout so uh <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think they teach psychiatry in car One. school Love that. One of my favorite songs in Greece, Car School Dropout. <laughs> Car School Dropout. I could see that in Greece too, for sure. That's got big Greece too energy. Isn't that, that's got big Greece too energy. Ugh, I saw that and it made me feel like 
have you guys ever seen uh that sequel to the wizard of oz it's called oh, oh return to oz i think the return called. to oz yeah. that's what grease 2 made me feel like like i was watching return to oz because it was so weird and these fucking 40 year olds were in school still mm. <laughs> so and just you, like every show that now, takes place in high school <laughs> yeah actually yeah uh, if you watch grease now uh all of like danny zuko's friends they visibly look 50 at least and you're like what the fuck <laughs> they couldn't find anyone hot <laughs> That, that, that's the issue if it was like a silver fox sort of situation it'd be like... yeah. <laughs> yeah um but that's just what people were like in the 50s everybody had like the opposite of andy milanakis disease <laughs> they aged so poorly and so fast um mm-hmm. i think it's because we didn't have these uh fun fun supplements we do now <laughs> yeah. like chicken nuggets <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love the history of the chicken nugget. Actually, I feel like that's uh, adding. That's I feel making like... me look like a baby from all the hormones. Future episode <laughs> idea: the, the chicken nugget episode. Yeah, historical <laughs> foods. Oh, that's a good one. I I would just I would love to dig into that and just be horrified to find out like the chicken nugget is somehow tied in with like. Factory farming? Yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be sad. You're gonna sad to discover. Yes, yes. Yeah. Or like somehow big pharma. (laughs) You know? Uh, that would be interesting. Uh chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets are a byproduct of the manufacture of oxycontin. (laughs) Oh god. That'd be hilarious, honestly. Um you could do that. And I've heard like sliced bread isn't as old as we think. So that's interesting to me. Yeah, the Sackler family was actually named after the their patriarch always carried around a sack because he was the Hamburglar. Um, this is important historical food stuff. I am write this down, guys. I think mm-hmm. this is gonna this is gonna be big. Um, let's see. So this guy is going around towns in the Midwest, um, basically, you know, selling these medications that are phony supplements and then giving lectures on how to live healthy and clean. Um, And then in 1934, the FDA tried to come after him and discredit him. They fact checked him and tried to explain to people that he was not legit and faked his credentials. This did not work. Um, People were just like, yeah, okay, thanks. Uh, And then (laughs) continued to con. So they... I wish I could say I'm surprised, but I've <laughs> yeah. lived through the last three decade. years. Even. <laughs> Even the last three years. Yeah. People are idiots. Um, and then I found this out. So the general mining law of 1872 basically says anyone can go to public land and claim that there are minerals to mine, like gold, platinum, bitcoins, and then it's basically free. There's bitcoins in them. They're hills. I actually still don't know how people mine for Bitcoin, so I thought I'd throw it in there. They do it by chopping down a bunch of rainforest. <laughs> you have your fact checkers uh, <laughs> right after the, after yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, I'm, and I'm not sure how people don't get charged, but I'm sure the government gets some of whatever they mine. Um, so basically you claim this land, and then the government's like, okay, and then you 
get stuff. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, I would love oh. to pull that con today. For sure. Yeah. I mean, he got, he got so much land doing it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. He got a ton of land. Um, 12,800 acres. Yes. A lot. <laughs> which, um, yeah. They put it in uh, under my um, research, which is like the first YouTube video that popped up. But uh, they said it was like eight mile by two miles. Is that right? Uh, oh, God. Something like that. Uh, 51.8 square kilometers. But I don't know what that means in American. What the hell is kilometers? Oh, eight miles by three miles. Yeah. That's oh, what it I was says. close. <laughs> and um, I've walked a Speaking mile, of Eminem, that's right? That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Eminem. Yeah. <gasps> This guy's ever. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I was going to say his radio days before this, when he was like doing stuff in Chicago and selling shit on the radio. Uh, it's worth noting a, he was a big fan of the new deal. So I guess that's good. And B um, you could find audio of him and he sounds like he's got a voice for like, he has a good radio voice. He's very much like a big, if you have time to look up a sample of, uh curtis house springer speaking he has like a very affected salesman kind of way of speaking that uh is worth hearing and he's also uh, got a face for radio yeah <laughs> and a face for fucking once or maybe twice <laughs> exactly um okay so all this to say the general mining law uh in 1944 he filed a mining claim uh in the mojave desert uh, how do you guys say Mojave? It's Pretty much like Mojave. that. Mojave. Uh, which got him a lot of land for free. Now we know eight by two miles. Uh, and then when you do this, you're technically supposed to mine for minerals. Uh, but he ended up not doing that at all. And he ended up building spas. Um, and he hired unhoused folks off of Skid Row. And fun fact, I had no idea Skid Row had been around this long from like 1944 um which is crazy and that's something i would really love to delve into (laughs) on another time um so he set up some pools that he claimed were natural hot springs and it was actually pool set up with a boiler system (laughs) um i think that's iconic uh Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) like what a scam he made it into the shape of a cross if i remember correctly a giant is that true i didn't yeah i didn't know that that's kind the of remains awesome. i think the remains are still there uh yeah. if you ever ha- passing through zizix zizix <laughs> uh they are still there now they're reclaimed by something else but uh some of the buildings that he made are definitely still there they're falling apart but yeah um let's see so he set up the boilers to make people think that there was natural hot springs and it made me wonder about glenwood springs where's that water coming from um, it also had a church, a printing plant, and a place to make supplements, and a radio station. Um, and then they also had mud baths. None of this was legit. Um, <laughs> mud was just mud. And then he claimed there was like crystals in the mud and clay, and that was not real. He got away with this scam for 30 years and somehow tax-free, which is insane. Wow. Um, but if you think about Christianity, they've gotten away with it for like 2,000 years. So. <laughs> Yeah, a little longer. Uh, <laughs> since he technically never owned the land, the government finally stepped in when he started selling off some of the land that he was 
basically living under for mining purposes. Um, he was selling it for people to make houses and for his followers uh, so they could live there with him. And he got taken to court eventually after 30 years. And in court, he made claims that the mud and the waters and the crystals were all the result of mining. But then the government brought in chemists to test the products. And they were like, no, it's just mud, clay, and rocks. Um, you're a liar and you're lying. <laughs> and he was like, I will pay the fee. And they said, no, just get out of here. Like, he didn't even have to pay a fine. He just got charged with a 60-day sentence. I am livid at knowing this. Every day I learn of another man who got away with a crime. Um, and it's infuriating. Another another white man with bad hair. I didn't want to say yeah. it. I didn't want to say it. Oh, no. Yeah. We all knew he was white. We all did. And it, I get the impression, like, a lot of people who went there, like, felt like they had positive results and might have that might have been partially placebo but it might have also been like this guy was like a teetotaler and like he was like oh sleep a lot and eat like decently and also sit in a jacuzzi and like yeah that makes you feel all right like even if even if there's not magic crystals in it it's still gonna make you feel sort of okay like yeah. this would have been a great non-scam like yeah. if he was just like hey there's just some fun so water close. and Put some clay, act like a child. That's fun too. <laughs> but instead, he's like, no, there's magic and it's going to get shut down. Uh, like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was charged with a 60 day sentence and then he died peacefully and without much consequence in Vegas in 1988. Um, and he had some kids. So, <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Wait, you said he died in 1988? Yeah. Jesus. That's, like, very old because he was born in 96. Yeah. I mean, it's also just, like, I know, like, to carry the story, it's like, okay, 1940s, but then it's like, oh, yeah, that's fucking the year I was born. Oh, man. You were born, yeah. Oh, my God, me too. (laughs) 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 I totally forgot my birth year. Um. Yeah, it makes me really angry and, like, I should start a scam because it seems like there's not much consequence to a scam. No, I mean, if it's, like, a fun, like, I don't, well, here's the thing. Anyone who sells fake medicine, they're probably somehow responsible for someone dying at some point. Yeah, if I, I wouldn't so I was, claim it cures cancer. I'd be like, right. it makes you feel good. I was yeah. about to say, like, he didn't hurt anyone, but I was thinking of, like, the mud and, like, the nice vacation. And, like, you could sell, like, something called magic mud now and, like, probably just get, like, a shit ton of social media traffic from it. Oh, absolutely. They, I almost bought some, <laughs> some that I was targeted on uh, TikTok with. Um, it was called, like, Red Australian Mud. And... <laughs> It was like, you put it on your face and it's really red. And then they were like, now I don't have to wear makeup because my skin is so nice. And I've looked into it for about like three hours and I almost bought it, but I I didn't because I was like, this seems sketchy. Uh, But yeah, I would have absolutely fallen for this shit. So I mean, boiled water pools. I feel like mud for like skincare is one thing. (laughs) Mud for like internal medicine is totally different. But also like, 
I know you said you were looking at it for three hours. I was definitely picturing, like, middle of the night. Like, oh, Jacob yeah. walks into the living room and it's just, like, the blue computer light. Red computer it's definitely light. Red like, computer light. Yeah, it's definitely, like, 11 p.m. to 2 p.m. 2 a.m. type of thing. <laughs> it's never appropriate times. <laughs> oh, man. Google should shut down between 11 and, like, 4 a.m. For me, it should be Reddit. Reddit should shut yeah. down. It's Reddit so bad. Reddit should shut down in general. Yeah. There's a subreddit for everything, and there's definitely one for that uh, clay mud face thing. <laughs> uh, Miriam, yeah. thank you. Uh, Zach, whenever you're ready. Uh, yeah. So a lot of that was pretty accurate. Uh, I want to talk about uh, some of uh, some of the details of Zizix and how it eventually got got shut down um you know this was this was the 1960s man it was the time of rock and roll it was the time of free love it was the time of vietnam oh civil um, rights. okay so like four three good things and then one bad thing thrown in the middle sure there were other bad shit i'm sure a lot of bad shit happened in the 60s um the manson family uh but so Curtis Housebringer was, you know, he's been called the king of quacks. And in the quack community, like this guy was going too far, right? Like he he started his own town. He had devoted followers living in that town all the way out, way outside of Los Angeles. Uh, you know, at the end, uh, Interstate 15 in the middle of nowhere, he had this this colony he'd set up called Zizix all these people and <laughs> some of the other people in the industry like people are made of it's just the people people yeah <laughs> some of the people in the quack industry uh you know they weren't taking kindly to this so so the the powers that be in the fucking fake medicine world and the fake therapy, fake medicine, fake wellness, mm -hmm. you know, um, world decided to step in and do something. So they got a young captain, a uh, captain named uh, Miss Cabbage. And they sent him <laughs> a young man up and coming. And uh, his superior sure. said, you're going to take a transport down interstate 15 and at the end of it you're going to find curtis house springer he's lost his mind he set up a colony you and a small group are going to go and you're going to take care of this guy and so they gave him this mission it was deep in the throes of of the drugs and and the wildness of the late 60s and they sent him down the road down interstate mm -hmm. 15 with a small group and he ran into on the way a number of characters. He ran into <laughs> uh, in a came upon a town full of uh, people with uh, eating disorders, disgusting, like horribly thin and dying. And there they found uh, Dr. Oz, uh, who was uh, reveling in the misery and, and just trying to get a good day to surf in. Um, <laughs> now send a candidate Oz. Now Senate candidate. No odds. way. <laughs> yeah. You know, springing his springing his diet pills. Uh, he, you know, whatever whatever's inside of them, uh, <laughs> spraying that on the local population and just letting them go fucking crazy. 
Um, they continued down and they found a, a show, a show for the troops, a goop show uh, where people, they showed off, you know, their scented candles that smelled like vaginas and their bullshit electro, minor electrotherapy cures. And yeah, that's uh, fucking wild. And when Goop tried to leave the Mojave Desert, people were clinging to the helicopter, trying to get their their vagina candles, trying to get their health wellness cures. Um, you know, it was chaos. It was chaos. It was a wild time. Uh, partway through, they found a caravan of people. And, you know, it was a tense time. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know who to trust. Were these people in the wellness community? Were they just like fucking eating chocolate or some shit? And one of them reached for something and bam, the gunfire began. They shot them all down. But after the chaos, oh, they had they guns. Jesus. Yeah, they had guns. David Miscavige definitely has guns. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, that's true. and after they found out what they were looking for, like if they thought it was bread, but they found out it was actually Cato bread. It was Atkins friendly bread. They'd shot them for nothing. Uh, <laughs> this was the chaos of the time. And eventually mm -hmm. they made it to Zizix the whole time hearing these dispatches, these radio programs from Curtis House Springer that are suddenly making more and more sense as they go deeper into this, this horrible, horrible, twisted path. And uh, they get there and Dennis Hopper's there and he's like, are they going to say he's a wise man? Are they going to say he's a just man? Dennis Hopper, is that the acid guy? Yeah. I mean, I he definitely did acid. Oh, he did a ton of acid. Oh, um, he was like a filmmaker? Yeah, he was the villain in Speed. Um, he was in Blue Velvet. <laughs> he was, that's Some the other... first credit you can think of. Blue Velvet. He's the yeah. villain in Speed. He was in, in other Water movies. World. I would know him from Waterworld. He's in a movie, Apocalypse Now. Um, and yeah. And but they got there and they they saw this community, this community that had been overtaken by by the teachings of Springer. And while they stayed there for a while, eventually, despite his strange radio ramblings and the weird appeal he had over people, the time came to do the deed. And Miss Cavage uh, served him tax evasion papers and said, you got to get out of here. <laughs> Fucking damn it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so he did. And then he lived the rest of his rest of his life in Las Vegas. But uh, yeah, that was the journey—the journey to the heart, the heart of of quackery—that um, uh, that they took in the late '60s, and we all learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> and then Dennis Hopper made Easy Rider after that. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, thank you. Yeah, How long no was problem. that drive? How many years was that drive? Well, original, the original cut, it's about three hours, but in the redo, it's about four hours. <laughs> oh, because it adds that interminable French like, yeah, plantation dinner scene. Yeah, the part of the France. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I cut that from my version. It's not worth We don't have to. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Zach. Yep. Um, listeners, before we move on, Miriam, uh, your Instagram channel, Sweet Nothings TV, all one word, is... <laughs> Great. Not uh no dots. No we dots. have to make that no clear. Period, no spaces, no underscores. Uh yeah, but it's sketches, it's great. Um uh, I mean, do you want to tell the listeners more about it? Yeah, it's sketches and it's great. <laughs> mm -hmm. We uh we are trying to be more active 
on it. It's so hard to make sketches, but um, mm -hmm. we have all kinds of old sketches and sometimes we make short clips. Um, soon we're gonna make a mini series. Um, so we, we shall see. Yay. Um, I mean, also you are uh, very, very funny. And if listeners, if you have the opportunity, you should always seek out a show with Miriam on it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, should I have plugged comedy? I mean, <laughs> I am is that on... even a thing anymore? Oh, I'm on the Boulder Comedy Festival. That'll, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's like the next biggest thing. Yeah. When is that? Uh, that is July or June uh, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Zach, you uh, co-host the Movie Trap podcast. Yeah, it's a different podcast I do. I have two uh, for some reason. Um, I should have zero. Um, but this one's about movies. Uh, it's gamified. Uh, we like pick a topic on a theme. Recently, for instance, we did each of us has a connection to a different city, New York, Chicago and L.A. So we picked a movie to represent our city. And at the end, we vote on who chose the best one and the winner gets to pick the next topic which can be anything it could be a single actor or director it could be like an idea like isolation that was our first one because we started during covid like beginning of the lockdown you know what was your what was your movie for your city uh i actually picked one i hadn't seen widows which is i uh, love that movie yeah you didn't just, like it i like it i did enjoy it <laughs> Uh, part of the reason I picked it was when I first moved to Chicago, it was filming not far from where I worked. That is so, so cool. Yeah. That movie was done very well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Steve McQueen, he's a good uh, good at the at directing stuff. He's good at doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, the Italian Steve McQueen. Yeah. Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, listeners, you can also reach us at our website, revisionistpodcast.com. Uh, click on the contact form, send us a letter. Uh, maybe it's a love letter. Uh, who knows? Um, I We have bad news for you, but, you know, get your feelings out. Um, you Leave can also, us a review on iTunes or another iTunes, one. Uh, whatever podcast service you, you use. You can also find us on Instagram, um, Twitter, uh, since potentially being bought by Elon Musk, our Twitter is no longer active. Uh, but now maybe not. I don't know. But now maybe not because he probably never was going to do it anyway. He's never going to pay for it. No. Yeah. Not no. with his own money. No. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, and then our Patreon, where. Speaking, you... of, speaking of some snake oil salesmen. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, are you Take that, to the... Musk. Okay, I thought you meant the Patreon. I was about to plug oh, for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can uh, pledge as little as a dollar a month to uh, help us keep the lights on, um, even though we just were on a hiatus for like a month and a fucking half. Um, so it feels very weird to ask for that money. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, if you are so inclined and you've run out of better causes to support, like, say, your local abortion fund, um, you know, yeah, kick a dollar a month our stupid, meaningless way. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, also, listeners, look up your local abortion fund and fund it. 
Um, because by yourself, you yeah. fund it. Nobody yeah. else, just you. Everyone create a fund for yes. abortions. Yeah, we're gonna have a million just... abortion funds. Mm-hmm. Um, but listeners, uh, judgment falls to me this episode, and I, I find that man, I. I do not like Apocalypse Now that much now that I think about it. Like, it's fine. It's 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 a... I recognize that it's a good movie. I just don't like sitting down to watch it. Um, yeah, but it's a, it's a heavy movie about Vietnam. It is a heavy movie. I also find it kind of dull. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because I've only seen the, re, the redo. Um, oh, yeah, that'll do it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Zach, you also told that very well. And then you pulled kind of, you pulled a big switcheroo at the end. Um, but I think, despite that being very well done, I'm going to cast my vote for the actual history this time. Um, but listeners, voting is now open on the... Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the aforementioned Patreon. Um, and you can always uh, participate in our last minute poll, uh, which will be the two Wednesdays after this is released. Uh, so look for that on our Instagram feed on June 22nd. All right. It's sorry. It's getting very late and I am <laughs> very sleepy. Um, the revisionist podcast. <laughs> after, after, after dark. dark, I have a baby. So this is, <laughs> I am usually sleepy in bed reading. <laughs> Um, Miriam, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Uh, Zach, thank you as always. Yep, of course. For everyone here at The Revisionists, I'm Brian Flynn. Uh, I'm Zach Powers. Have a good time. June 11th, 1509. Henry VIII marries his first wife, Catherine of Aragon, who remarks, What do you mean first wife? Jesus, I'm just, I'm going to do this one. June 11th, 1805. A massive fire burns much of Detroit. A young Marshal Mathers Sr. Sr. warns residents that they have, quote, one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you can carry in one moment. Would you capture it or be destroyed in this giant fire? <laughs>